Happy Brews Day Tuesday, everybody. I'm Ashley Powers. And I'm Caroline King. And you are listening to Bitch Beer. This week, we got to sit in Sweetwater Brewery's newly renovated tap room with their self-proclaimed talking head, Tucker Berta Sarkeesian. We talk about what it's like to be the 14th largest craft brewer in the nation, Tucker's long relationship with the brewery, and her lager baby, Guide Beer. Hey, Tucker. Hey, y'all. How are you? Well, how are you? We're great. Thank <laughs> you so much for doing this with us. Yeah, welcome to Sweetwater. Yay. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Um, so if you wouldn't mind just introducing yourself to our listeners and what you do here at Sweetwater. Okay, I'll do it once fast. Tucker Berta Sarkeesian. <laughs> Tucker Berta Sarkeesian. And my technical title here at Sweetwater is Talking Head, um, <laughs> which means that I do PR, I do brand direction, I do comms. I get coffee for people, you know, whatever. Awesome. <laughs> How long have you been here? Uh, about five years. Great. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. But I did my first project with Sweetwater uh, over a decade ago. Ooh, what was that? Yeah. Uh, actually working with Steve Ferris, the Minister of Propaganda, uh, we worked on some Chattahoochee Riverkeeper fundraisers together, and mm. he helped me out with some fundraisers for Serenby when I was the Director of Communications there. That's very yeah. cool. That's very, very cool. That's awesome. And I mean, so just kind of getting into Sweetwater, the history, and how long it's been here in Georgia. I mean, ever since I first came to Georgia, Sweetwater 420 was the first beer I ever had. Yeah. That was a Georgia beer. So how long have you guys been around, and um, how have things changed since you got started? 22 years. So founder, <laughs> Freddie Bench, and his partner at the time, Kevin McNerney, well, he was his roommate in college. They were in college uh, at Colorado together. Uh, hopped in a truck with their dog, Badger, and <laughs> headed east. And they stopped in Atlanta. As legend has it, their truck broke down in Atlanta. And it was the 96 Olympics. And Freddie was just enamored by, all right, the PR side. He was enamored by the vibrancy of the city. He liked the chicks. He thought they were hot. He was like, oh, my God, they shave. This is awesome. Um, (laughs) And he and Kevin both worked in a brewery when they were in college. Um, They started out cleaning kegs, and they made their way up to brewers. And they brewed, you know, the more West Coast-style ales. And they got here to Atlanta, and they said the city has everything except for, you know, some heady craft brews. And they saw a business opportunity and hit up family friends, took out a small business loan, and decided that this is where they wanted to to permanently plant their steak and open up Sweetwater. And Freddie, uh, Kevin sold his steak in Sweetwater, mm-hmm. but uh, Freddie is still the founder and very involved in the day-to-day, every day, to this day. That's Let me say awesome. day again. That's great. <laughs> and when, you're, when you've had a company this long, that's usually not the case. They're yeah, usually right. like, great, I made a great thing. You guys run the machine. Right, or sell to a big boy or whatever, and we're right. still independent. Big boy. I, I love that. You know what? I actually did not. I never thought about it, but I didn't realize that you guys were still independent. That's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's right. Awesome. And we are the 14th largest craft brewer in the nation, according to the Brewers Association. Holy shit. Wow. Right? <laughs> that is shit. incredible. That is so impressive. Thank you. So this may seem very ignorant of me, but it seems like a relatively recent thing that you guys have broken outside of doing your IPA, your 420, your blue, your going coastal like now like I'm sipping a tequila sour right now yeah you're right I mean this is within the last five years or so so within the last five years we installed a pilot system which we're sitting in the tap room now you can see that through the windows look at the tap look at the pilot system it's where Nick Knock our head brewer you know does all his mad scientist shit right I mean you can just see them him in there experimenting with really cool stuff and then also within the last five years we opened up the woodlands our barrel aging facility um 
you know, the, the ponchos punch that you're drinking, the tequila sour that you're drinking come from there. Nick Burgoyne is our uh, barrel, is our brewmaster for the Woodlands. Uh, but then also we've done a couple line extensions. Like you may have heard of 420 Strain. Mm-hmm. Um, 420 Strain uh, is our line extension off of flagship 420. Um, but the only thing they have in common is the 420. And <laughs> as legend has it, again, uh, they were both born on April 20. But I think we all know what the moniker 420 yeah. is. So 420 no, Strain. No, please explain it. I'm just right? kidding. I'm just kidding. It means weed, you guys. No, uh, so 420 Strain uh, just really taps into that cannabis culture a little bit more than traditional flagship 420 does. Um, in fact, we marry specific hops with uh, a proprietary hemp flavor blend so and cool. terpenes, and those all come together to give you aromas of, of a specific cannabis strain. In our case, it's G13 for our G13 IPA or Mango Kush for our Mango Kush wheat ale. Such and a good one. you pop those bad boys open, and it is like ripping open a bag full of fresh nugs mm-hmm. it smells <laughs> fucking awesome it's true. Yes. yeah and the g13 ipa uh, we released gosh it was last summer um it quickly became our second best-selling beer wow. right after flagship 420 wow and you know it's I think that the aroma of the G13 is super unique and really cool, and people might try it for the first time to experience that. But what it all comes down to is it's a phenomenal quality, delicious IPA. It is, uh, I am not of the, you know, palate blasting, hot head ilk, but I really love G13 IPA because it finishes so clean. It's an awesome beer. That's awesome. And then um, another thing that is really great about Sweetwater um, is 420 Fest. Oh my gosh, that's I met you. Yeah. And um, I just... Wait, did we meet? I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That's valid and probably resonates with a lot of people. Oh, yes. There's there's a lot of Instagram (laughs) stories that can show how inebriated I was. So... (laughs) (laughs) But, um, no, anyways, I I had no idea it was so huge. I had no clue. And one thing, because I went with um, Nate from the morning show, and we just kept walking around. Like, we couldn't believe that a brewery made all of this happen. Like how it just totally takes over Piedmont Park. And I I mean, it's incredible. Well, and it started the very first year was, you know, Freddie and Steve and a couple of the original dudes and they strapped on some backpacks and filled them with cans of beer and brownies. Mm. <laughs> you can read into that one too. And walk through little five points, you know, just, hey, we're Sweetwater, we're Craft Brewery, try a 420, here's a brownie. Um, and then I think awesome. the next year they got a marching band to come walk around with them too. And then they moved it to a park and then they moved it to Candler Park. Um, and then it outgrew Candler Park and it went to Centennial Olympic. And now it's, you know, three days with some heady bands and 60,000 of your closest beer loving friends. And like big names too. Big Huge. names. Yeah, widespread panic. Um, Huge. I mean, if, if there is a mascot band for Sweetwater, it's widespread panic. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we all love it, and, you know, it's just a damn good time. And uh, But this year also, uh, Isbell, Avett Brothers, Moon Taxi, hell of a lot of fun. Sean Lennon was there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Pigeons playing ping pong. Ooh. <laughs> Sean Lennon apparently when I said that. Sean Lennon now apparently has our sticker on his guitar he case. Does. So that's, that's cool. he does. Cool. I was pretty excited cool. about that. I like immediately I met him and I did I didn't even say hello, I think. I just <laughs> took a picture with him and then I was like, here's a, here's a sticker for my podcast, please. And he goes, Oh, put this on my guitar case. Thanks. I'm like Somebody oh. said I can't remember who it was because 420 Fest, but somebody said that he got lost in the Sweetwater VIP, yeah. like the friends and family area, yeah. and was like, Hey, I'm Sean, I don't know where to go. 
chill. And they were like, excuse me, let me show you backstage. <laughs> I think that's so a great You're supposed story. to be talent. It's a great story. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah, just very humble and cool, wandering around the Sweetwater Honey Hole. <laughs> My curiosity cat question is, how many years ahead do you guys plan the 420 Fest? I mean, we'll start planning it like next March, I guess. No, just kidding. Um, we <laughs> we really start planning it a year in advance. Yeah. We are talking about the lineup for next year now, and we'll work on it. It's a year-round project, but, you know. Very cool. Yeah. That's awesome. And you also shared that you are the brand ambassador to certain things around Brand here. director. Brand director. Yeah, Thank brand you for director. correcting me. So brand director. I'm on, I'm on the marketing team, and again, you know, part of my talking head role is PR and spokesperson that side of the business, but also in the last few years, I've gotten into the more traditional marketing side and brand direction side. Um, specifically, I'm brand director on Guide Beer, our new logger. Tell us more about that. Uh, Guide Beer is my passion project, and it speaks to the overall passions for Sweetwater, too. You know, Freddie. Freddie did fall in love with the lovely ladies here in Atlanta, but he also fell in love with the myriad recreational opportunities that are within the metro Atlanta area. You know, think about within an hour, two hours of here, you've got some kick-ass hikes and paddling opportunities and fishing opportunities, Mm -hmm. you know? It's, I mean, this place is just rich with Mother Nature's blessings, not to get all cheesy. (laughs) I love that, um, though. You know, those of us here at Sweetwater, we we love widespread panic, (laughs) and we love being outside. And we started thinking about, um, you know, what other beers can we bring into the Sweetwater fold? And 420 Strain is one of those beers that speaks to some of our passions. (laughs) But then we said, you know, what can speak to our passion for the great outdoors and for preservation and conservation? Because also from day one, Freddie has been adamant that this business give back to nonprofits that give back to preserving and conserving our natural resources. That's great. Um, So we started thinking, all right, what beer would honor that um, as a furtherance of our Save Our Water, our annual fundraising campaign's mission? said, all right, well, it's, you know, fishing guides are kind of the rock stars of the outdoors and not just fishing guides, but also snow skiing guides, hiking guides, paddling guides, you name it. So we started calling this project Guide Beer, lowercase g, lowercase b, you know, it was just working title. And we, we brought in a bunch of guides to basically focus group with us. And, you know, a focus group at Sweetwater is sitting around and bullshitting and drinking beer, but still (laughs) brought them into focus group with us and talked about what kind of beer do you guys want? What kind of beers do you guys want? A day, a day fishing. Uh, how about after you've been skiing all day? How about you know after you've been paddling? Uh, without a doubt, everyone said a lighter logger. You know that you don't get shit faced when you have a few of them. Um, something that's refreshing, something that's crisp. So like, all right, four percent logger. That's what it is. Um, we landed on that. The more we called it guide beer, we realized that that was just the appropriate name for it. So then what's the concept going to be around this? What makes it authentic to this overall mission and passion that we have? And we decided that 11% of the profits from guide beer would go back to guides in need. And you guys are from Atlanta, so you probably know the Giving Kitchen. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we right? love the Giving so Kitchen. I giving... used to work at Mustin Turner's with them. Um, there you with, go. Yeah. Yes. So I know that very, very well. Yeah. It's very so close to my heart. Their mission is to give back to restaurant workers who have mm-hmm. experienced some sort of unforeseen hardship. Yeah. Guides need that too. Unfortunately, as we've been developing guide beer, there have been several hurricanes. Irma, Michael, Florence come through the United States and, you know, you see the devastation, the physical devastation. But then we've been surrounded by guides for the last two years and we realize that can 
completely wipe them out too. You yes. know, there's this one guy in Cape Hatteras that we've been working with. It wiped out not only his fishing business by taking out his boat, but also the bed and breakfast that he and his wife run. Right? I mean, and he's completely yeah. wiped out. He's self-employed, doesn't have insurance. Yeah. And there's nothing there's nothing like the Giving Kitchen for guides specifically. Yeah. Wow. And these guys are also on the front lines of every cleanup mission, of every conservation effort there is. And so we decided, all right, this is exactly what we're going to do to give back to them, whether it's something as big as a hurricane wiping out your bed and breakfast, or you tore your ACL and you can't get out on the hooch for the summer and, you know, you completely miss the season. Yeah. That's so great. That's Thank fantastic. You. I love it. I'm very yeah. passionate about it. And it is really amazing. And also, yeah. like, just the fish being your emblem and, like, you know, the, the fish being pulled out of the rainbow trout, being pulled out of the right, water. Exactly. Like, being outdoors is in your guys' DNA from it's the beginning. It's in our DNA. And, you know, Guide Beer is just, again, a furtherance of everything that Freddie has built over the last 22 years. And, you know, the conservation and preservation efforts and money that he and this business have put towards folks like Chattahoochee Riverkeeper and Bone Fish and Tarpon Trust and Waterkeeper Alliance. I love that. Wow. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Uh, awesome. And you can check out uh, guidebeer.com. We made a website for it. Ooh. And it's pretty badass if you do like, um, you know, fishing and skiing and stuff like that. Um, it's got some really cool tips on there. Like it's got the Gauley River mapped out and we'll show you where the class fours and the class fives are. That's cool. It's pretty awesome. And then our Instagram handle for it is guidebeer, at guidebeer. And all these guides that we've been working with take these super cool photos, you know, when they're out on the water and we repost them. And, it's wow. just fun. And that then the, so ta- cool. the prototype tap handle. Do you want to talk about that at all? <laughs> yeah, so this is great. Um, our tap handle for it, you know, we just, we got fun and a little bit silly with it and wanted to make everything just next level cool. So the tap handle, the prototype is a fishing rod and a oh, reel. Yeah. And when you pull it, it spins and whirs like, you know, uh, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty awesome. That's yeah. a lot of engineering like involved with a tap handle, that's but some, that's pretty cool. That's some Georgia Tech And I said, right if anybody <laughs> wants to see it happen, they have to buy one. And you have to there buy you one go. because obviously you can't pull it unless unless you want to pull yeah, it. Yeah, there Love you go. Love it. Oh my gosh, that's pretty that's pretty amazing. And so we're also sitting in the tap room right now, yeah. which has been brand new renovated mm-hmm. and is absolutely stunning. Thank and you guys you. have a restaurant here too. Yeah. How long has that been in the making? Uh, it's been in the making for, well, so the idea came when uh, House Bill 85 passed in Georgia, allowing Georgia breweries to finally make and sell beer. You know, before that, we weren't allowed. Um, So we've been thinking about how do we want to capitalize on that? You know, how can we make this an even greater experience for folks coming to Sweetwater? And thought, obviously, making and selling beer would be a great thing for our customers. They'll sit here and want to drink beer longer with us if they can have a little nosh. Um, Then I think the tap room went under construction about a year ago, and then it officially opened at the beginning of April. And it is. It's awesome. We have our chef is Nick Anderson. He is fantastic. He's got on his resume Rathbun's, Ormsby, City Winery, wow. uh, even Tomo. I mean, he's got this crazy extensive resume. And, you know, it. you see that in our menu, too. I mean, he has just really nailed, I think, the essence of Sweetwater. And, you know, if his food evokes our brand and it's super delicious and tasty and heady. 
Hmm. Is, is there a, like a, a particular style of food or is it constantly rotating whatever he feels like? Uh, it hasn't rotated yet because we've only been churning out uh, of course. for about a month. But he is super focused on seasonality and working with a lot of local farms. So I imagine things will change up with the seasons. But yeah. he also has chef specials. You know, just what does he want to eat today? Uh, which I love. Yeah. I think, in fact, that's what he's going to call the special, I think, is, you know, like what chef cooking. I love it. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) So what do you do outside of drinking beer? I mean, working in beer all day. (laughs) I I go to the gym a lot because of (laughs) aforementioned beer. Obviously. Oh, my gosh. Your body's kicking and you always wear the most amazing leggings. I'm just saying. I've always seen the most amazing leggings. They're Spanx. Shout out to our girl Sarah from the ACL. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, I got a dog for the first time in January. Awesome. Sweet girl. She is a golden doodle. Yes. But she's black and white to match all my leggings and outfits because all I wear is black. There you Um, go. She's she's precious. It is no secret. Ash and I are huge fans of the Atlanta Beer Bus and we have some pretty exciting news. Atlanta Beer Bus loves us back and loves all of you back. We have an exclusive code for Bitch Beer listeners. BB20 will get you 20% off your ticket. And uh, where can they find their tickets, Caroline? Uh, If you go to atlantabeerbus.com, you can see the full schedule. And you can look at all the breweries you can go to. You can book either a public tour. You can do a private tour if you want to. If you've got a bachelorette party. You've got some girlfriends in town. If you know that you've got a family member coming in, they have early bird specials where you can book your tickets in advance for even cheaper. And, I mean, the whole thing with the beer buses, it's pretty great because you don't have to drink and drive. If you're at Second Self and you want to go to Scofflaw, hop on the bus. They make it easy. It's really fun. They have a beer nerd on the bus that'll tell you about each brewery. It's a really, really, really fun experience. And they've recently added a Decatur route where you can stop at places like Wild Heaven and brew pubs like Twain's and Brick Store, which is not something yes. they were doing before. And Wrecking Bar, too. And the Porter. Go see Molly Gunn. She's the best. <laughs> <laughs> if all of that sounds incredible to you, then you should take the opportunity as a Bitch Beer listener to use code BB20 to get 20% off your tickets. And you can use the code for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And again, 20% off your ticket. You're getting money off of your ticket. It's already pretty cheap to get on this bus considering how many places you can go. So if this weekend you're thinking you'd like to have a couple beers, or if you'd like to drink half of Atlanta, use code BB20 at AtlantaBeerBus.com. Have you always worked in the beer industry, or what did you do before you started working for Sweetwater? No, um, I went to journalism school at UGA, Go Dogs, um, and so I've always been in that realm, either on the PR and marketing side or on the editorial side. In my early twenties, I was an editor at Jezebel Magazine, oh, wow. which was a hell of a lot of fun. In yeah, your early that is 20s. so cool. I mean, it just could not have been more fun for early twenties. But then you're like, shit, I can't like go to a different party every night. <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I can't wash my hair every day to be in hot shots. Like yeah. I just got to grow out of this. Uh, so then I went over to the PR side and worked at Serenby, the real estate development in Southwest Atlanta. And that's how I met Sweetwater and started doing projects with them, like I said, off and on. Um, so when Sweetwater started growing and expanding, we're in 26 states now, but when we started wow. growing into New Jersey and Connecticut and New York, you know, it was time to build out a more robust market team and so they brought me on full-time and in-house hell yeah yeah and I imagine I'll you know be at Sweetwater forever that's great yeah yeah Yeah. I mean that's pretty amazing um so what 
Uh, what craft beer got you into, like, interested in craft beer? I swear to God, I am not saying this because I'm at Sweetwater. I promise you I'm not. But you mentioned it, too. It was Sweetwater 420. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was my gateway drug, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And I think a lot of people here in Atlanta, it was for them, too. Yeah. Yeah. Sweetwater 420 was, like, one of the first really, really bitter hoppy beers that I was like, all right. Right. Well, Freddie brought that, you know, that that hoppy West Coast style to Atlanta, um, you know, but then there were others over the years that became favorites. Like, remember Summer Hummer? Yeah. So good. God, I love <laughs> that beer. My now husband, it was probably 12 years ago, brought me a six pack of Hummer, Sweetwater Hummer for my mm-hmm. birthday. And I was like, I'm going to marry this dude. <laughs> like 100%. So and, and I did. Uh, and Festive Ale over the years yes. that we released around Christmas. So good. Yeah, we, uh, for a while, all my friends and I would have a Festivus party and we would all there see how many Festives we could drink. And, you know, you all, if you've ever had a Festive, you know how that goes. Yes. Yeah. How old were you when you had your first beer and what was it? Holy shit. <laughs> I mean, first, th- I'm, I'm thinking about my granddad who was a Miller Lite fan and I was a little thing I mean like itty bitty um tasting his beer the first time that I ever had a beer like I got it at a party or whatever I am pretty sure it was a PBR and I'm pretty sure I was in the ninth grade at this dude Tim's house and I remember he had a teal Honda Accord but I can't remember the guy's last name I also had vodka sprite that night too yeah. That's a good gateway wow. liquor Yeah, drink. so that's what, yeah. how old are you then? Like 14, 15, something yeah. like that? Yeah. Yep. You know, I was in, uh, I lived in Chicago for the longest time, and one of my best friends, her family lived next door or close to the people who own PBR. Did you know that they they have PBR light? No. No. PBR light. I did not know that was a thing ever. It's not good, but they have it. So, and it, I didn't know it was a thing, because she, I was like, no, that's, that's ridiculous. And sure thing, next party that she had, she brought over a big case of, PBR light. I was like, I will try this. And I had no idea, but now I'm going to start, like, should I go somewhere and order a PBR heavy? Like, would that be funny? <laughs> I know, right? I know. <laughs> yeah. The fuck? Can I get yeah. a PBR original and they just kind of look at you? The OG things. <laughs> I had a friend, we went to this place called Burger Bar all the time and she would order a Pibertini, which is just PBR and a martini glass. Oh. <sighs> Yeah, that's next level yeah. trailer. Yeah, oh. seriously, she embraced it though. She's like, "Oh, I'm incredibly white trash. This is what I do. I'm at a Love burger it. bar. Love it. <laughs> I, I, at least you saw before olives. At least you didn't Love put it. olives in there too. Yeah, that would have been like unforgivable. Disgusting. You're not my friend anymore at all. Uh, so if you just so happen to find yourself stranded on a deserted island, what what's your case of beer? And like when it's gone, it's gone. I mean, I feel like I'm completely like selling out on the marketing side by saying this, but I'm taking guide beer. I mean, it's a really delicious 4% lager. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe I could like phone a friend and say, well, now I'm a guide on said deserted island. So how about hooking me up with some cash? There you go. Would that work? Yes. Okay. In our world, it does. You get saved that way. Nailed it. Done. (laughs) You answered the question correctly. (laughs) so what is your favorite, what's your favorite trash TV to watch? Bachelor. 
And like I'm not even and Bachelor I'm not even in Paradise. Ashamed. Yeah, I watch Paradise. I watch Bachelor. I watch Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. I watch the fucking reunion on Monday. Yep. Like I follow them on Instagram. I'm not even embarrassed about it. What's this new Let's Get This Over With spinoff that's happening? There's apparently a Bachelor sp- Bachelorette spinoff that's called Let's Get This Over With. No, no clue. It's, Hulu's blasting it to me every time I open Hulu. What? No clue. All right. I know that all seasons of The Bachelor and all different countries are available on Hulu right now. Oh. Or it's it's either Hulu or Amazon Prime. I could be wrong. But, um, nice. yeah, it's, it's... I, like, watch it live. <laughs> I, well, we used to... Yeah, like, my friend and I, we used to always... Um, she would, oh, she's like, oh, I'm having a Bachelor watch party. Yeah. And I happened to be over there when she was doing it. I was like, I'm not watching this show. This is ridiculous. And then the whole time, I'm like, actually, could you rewind and go back to where he dumps her? Because this is hilarious it's and I need it. hilarious. It is amazing. The people that are on this planet Dude. and put in front of cameras to be broadcast on television totally and the genius of the producers to take what could be either completely sappy and tragic Mm -hmm. and making it comedy Mm -hmm. like it's funny yeah i mean the the editors on this show are just the heroes of our generation totally elon gale cheers (laughs) there you go yeah i actually had a friend who auditioned for a bachelor twice yeah and got to the final round of casting one time and she said it was so intense and like she read the contract and it was like we're allowed to do whatever we want with your image we are allowed to manipulate whatever you say to make it sound like you said something differently and if we want to make you the villain of this season you're going to be the villain of the season and you signed this contract and she was like never mind see but it's now you can do it because they have bachelor in paradise which is like your redemption opportunity so it's fine bachelor in paradise is awesome there you go best it's the best i've tried to get my brother to do it but you know yeah why he, not he decided that like an actual career in sports marketing was more important oh he sucks hooking up with some hoes <laughs> i don't know what he was thinking some roses you know. damn it kirby <laughs> oh man no that would actually be a fantastic if i had a different life and didn't like want this for my life i would probably definitely want to be on bachelor bachelor in paradise i'd want to be the villain and then just spend the rest of my life doing teeth whitening commercials on my Instagram. There so, you go. You know. had, had Bachelorette been like a, a, a plausible thing in my 20s, I totally would have done it. Yeah. Totally would have done it. Mm. Yeah. Ship sailed. You're not going to take a 42-year-old married <laughs> Bachelorette. Hey, you never know. You never know. <laughs> you never know. I mean, it's not like you're married or anything. You can just kind of put that aside to be on one season, right? right? Sorry, Nick. I'm going on Bachelorette. BRB. <laughs> Great. So if you could have a beer with anybody, dead or alive, who would it be and what do you think they would drink? Gosh, that's a great question. Hmm. Can we come back to it? I really want to think about it because that's such a good question. Of course. Do we have another fun one in the meantime? We can ask in the meantime? Yeah. um, Go-to karaoke song? You got one of those? Laura Branigan, Gloria. I I fucking crush. Damn. Why don't I know that off the top of my head? I feel like uh I should. uh Ah, Gloria. Oh, there you go. Yes. Yeah, okay. It's really That's really a good one. I'm obsessed. And you yeah. fucking crush it. Yeah, fucking crush it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. That's pretty awesome. Um, I can also do uh, Jeezy, My Hood. Yeah, Jeezy's from Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, and so he's always been one of my favorites. And My Hood in particular, nail that too. That's I pretty love awesome. That. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Um, what's your favorite like outdoor activity to do around Atlanta? Right now, I'm into fly fishing. Uh, yeah, I really? Had, yeah, That's so I've cool. Had, I've had a ton of opportunities to go this year with Guide Beer. You know, under the pretense of going out to get content, but let's get real. Like yes. we're going out to go fly fishing, yes. and so I've had the opportunity to fish with some 
really exceptional anglers, uh, Freddie included. I mean, Freddie is exceptionally talented fly fisherman. Um, but John McCluskey here in Atlanta and David Mangum in Florida and Shane Smith down in the Keys. I mean, these iconic wow. fishermen, um, you know, and I'm out there fishing with them, which is really cool. That I caught a so shark amazing. in the Keys in January. <gasps> Whoa! Yeah, I know. What kind of shark? It's pretty bad. I mean, it's, they told me it was the embarrassing kind. It was oh. called like a nurse shark. Oh, the nurse shark, nurse. Yeah, yeah. They're very sweet. It, right, but I still caught it, and so there is a photo of me online, like, holding a shark. There you go. That's pretty awesome. I look cool as shit. I've never caught a shark. That's pretty awesome. I had not either. So, there you go. We actually, so we did, um, so... Early on in my life, I was deciding between being a marine biologist or musical theater. Yeah. Ended up going the musical theater route. But, um, yeah, I was, like, accepted to University of Hawaii and everything to do, like, all that. So um, we went on this fishing trip when we were younger, and we were in Apalachicola yeah. in Florida. I think that's how you say it. Um, we, we caught a shark. This, it was just a little baby shark. And we were they were like, oh, you have to put it back. And we ended up keeping it, which we should not have done. And I apologize, sharks. Um, but... We put it in our freezer in our basement, and it was a little great white shark, baby shark, and put it in our freezer in our basement, and then we would always tell people, be like, oh, hey, can you go get the ice cream from the basement? And then they'd open, they'd be like, what the fuck? That's That's, that's my good. shark story. The so prank. We threw ours back. No, I didn't. I was, I was like 14 or 15, so I was just you a terrible person better. still. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. So how is, like... Fly fishing to me, a dumb person is like, oh, there are these fish flying above the water, and you. That's exactly what it really? is. Really? Yes. Yeah, so fish oh. are flying, and you have like a racket, and you just bat it out uh, of the air. Oh. Yeah, and you just like bash its little skull. Oh, and cool. And then it falls you are down. So pretty, and Ashley. you just pick it up. <laughs> Thanks. And then, like, if it's still flopping around, you can throw it back, and if it's dead, you put it in your freezer. Got it. Yeah. See, I I, nope. I thought, like, they fly kind of like a flying squirrel flies, You were right? right. They have more airborne than, like, a normal fish just jumping out of the water. That's exactly but... right. Okay. Yep. Are you? How much are you fucking Don't with me? Don't stop believing. Okay. Are you fucking with me a lot? On a scale of 1 to 10, like, 17. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Got it. I will believe anything. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, back to the anybody in the anybody that you would have a beer with. Even if it's today, in this moment right now. I mean, since we were talking about Bachelor, like, how fun would it be to have a beer with Chris Harrison and Gosh. just, like, pick his brain about all the behind-the-scenes shit? I right. mean, you know that you would be entertained. Like, you would not grow at all from <laughs> it. Like, it wouldn't be this inspiring, life-changing experience. And, you know, you wouldn't be able to then take this wisdom and, like, impart it upon you know, the citizenry with your new emotional or political, like, knowledge. Yeah. But you'd have some really fun, like, party stories. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't want that to be my final answer. That's um, okay. I mean, I would also love... No, I'm not going to go political. I was going to go political, but I'm not. Okay. Um, I, I, that's such a hard question because it there is. are so many incredible options. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there. You know, there a lot are of beer. a lot of people out there. <laughs> A lot, of, a lot of cool people out there. A lot and a lot of, cool of beer out there, too. Out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then the, uh, and the beer that he would drink would be whichever one was sponsoring him that season of The yep. Bachelor, right? 100%. What if, what if he was like, I want a Zima with a Jolly Rancher? Then we would have to stop like watching yeah. the show. But I bet he likes a green apple Jolly Rancher, you know, like the shitty Jolly Rancher. Yeah, who drinks like, that? Stupid people drink that. One dumb, time, dumb, whatever. dumb people drink that. It was my that. first beer. It was my first beer, and I, it was a watermelon <laughs> Jolly Rancher that I used, so whatever. 
You know, we've all been there. All, I went I went to go when I was 16. I went to go see 311 at Hell some yeah. bar. Hell Right? Some bar here. And, you know, I was trying to be cool. And, like, Zima was popular. So I ordered a Zima. And I think I puked before, like, 311 yeah. ever went on. Yeah. Amber is the color of your Zima vomit, right? <laughs> that was good. Thanks. <laughs> oh, yeah, Zima. Oh, gosh. I just got a flashback. That was... Ooh. Okay. It'll be the it'll be the non flashback of our generation. The yeah, Zima, yeah, the Zima sure. flashback for sure. Where were you when you had your <laughs> Zima moment? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, do you do you want anything else, girl? Yeah, I mean, is there anything else that you would like to? talk about mention here at Sweetwater or anything else coming up for you guys so we have a super fun collaboration beer that's coming up uh, Costa you guys know like Costa Del Mar the sunglasses yes oh, wow. uh, we are partnering with them um, their big campaign is kick plastic uh, they are trying to get folks away from single-use plastic right. you know straws lids on your coffee cups Mm -hmm. what have you Uh, so we have created a beer with them it's a pilsner perfect for the summer and it's called the kick plastic pilsner so it's an awareness and fundraising campaign for kick plastic it's pretty awesome. That's, That's so yeah, cool. Awesome. Perfect for the summer. So now you've just got guide beer and kick plastic in your cooler all fucking summer. Exactly. You it. And you can oh. feel good about yourself because you're doing things that are good for the planet. And you can feel good about yourself. Yep. You're giving back to guides and kicking plastic. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I love it. Right? Thank, you, thank you so much. This yeah. is you're so, so cool. This could I be know. a three hour long episode of us. Really love good. it, you guys. Shooting the shit. <laughs> I mean, right? Let's just drink beer and watch Bachelor. Yes. Okay. And at some point, I'll decide who I want to have a beer with. Exactly. The, dead, the dead person I want to have a beer with. <laughs> dead or alive. Was, you could, it could be either. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I guess it's Chris Harrison. Fuck, <laughs> that is so lame. No, it's not lame, though. Because honestly, I don't even think he can have beer. He's probably, I, I honestly think that he might be like a bionic man that they just kind of wind up. Sister, you are crazy. Deal. That motherfucker is pickled. He looks so good. He drinks <laughs> every day. Pickle. He drinks every day. You'd have to. You'd have <laughs> to. Co- like, really, Corinne? Corinne. <laughs> right? If you had to survive Corinne, and then what was that other girl's name? The one that tuck- that had, like, the baby voice and... <gasps> oh, um, Crystal. Crystal! You know oh, her name she was, was Crystal. Horrific. It was yeah. so funny. My ex-boyfriend, We would. he would always be like, why do you watch this crap? This is ridiculous and then when he was in his office and he heard what's his name breaking up with her and he's he's like come, runs in the living room wait wait hold on can you remind that i want to see your dumper i'm like 100 my husband does attention. too my husband does too <laughs> every fucking episode <laughs> lovely yep awesome thank you cool yes y'all come back anytime always we come will drink with me in my office it's fun oh, yeah you're good saying that we're gonna be here every day <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. Also, this Saturday, June 1st, is my first film festival, the Documentary Film Festival, and it will be held at Atlanta Brewing Company. Tickets are free through our Eventbrite link in the description. We're stepping outside of the city again for this next episode, and it's going to be turtly awesome. (laughs) Cheers! Cheers.